Welcome to Central Assembly's podcast. Here is a message from our lead pastor, Kurt Jenkins. We pray this message speaks to you. Approximately one year ago, our pastoral team, with the blessing of the elders, we began a journey of discovering God's will for Central. No, we're far from completing the journey. We are quite confident that God has revealed to us a mission and four clear values redefined for this generation. As you think about it, every Christian church should have a mission statement that deals with the Great Commission, but every church also has a unique calling and a unique destiny uh, that is given by God. If you search through Google or flip through the phone book, you'll see in this region alone, there are over 300 churches right in our surrounding area. So if there are this many already, then why did God create Central? And these are some of the questions that we ask. What is unique about this church that God wants to use for his glory? Well, 66 years ago, God chose to plant an Assemblies of God church in this community, which would one day become Central Assembly of God. And we have a strong conviction that Central has a unique stamp, a divine design, a God-breathed purpose that caused him to place us in this region for such a time as this. We believe God wants us to actually change the world through this church family. Can you say amen? Amen. Starting in our local community, like things like Washington Estates, our region where we believe we'll partner with many churches and even plant our own churches in the near future. Washington County, uh, like the First Responders Banquet just this past weekend, and across the entire world, like what we're already doing in El Salvador. We do count it a privilege as though he could have used any other church, but he chooses to use Central for this specific purpose. So through much prayer, discussion, and teamwork, God has revealed to us that our mission is to produce a unified family of believers being transformed by Jesus and empowered to live supernaturally while advancing the kingdom of God everywhere we go. We believe this mission statement demonstrates the life-changing power of Jesus, the Great Commission, the early church in the book of Acts, and a biblical model of ministry that equips every single believer to walk in the power of the Spirit every day of their life. And I want, I want to read that mission statement together at this time. It's on the screen here. All right. Our mission is to produce a unified family of believers being transformed by Jesus and empowered to live supernaturally while advancing the kingdom of God everywhere we go. You know, when you think about a mission statement, it answers the question why we exist. And I do believe this is not a new mission. This is not a new direction for Central. We believe God has simply redefined it for this moment of time for our church family. We were extremely diligent to honor the first 66 years of ministry, looking at what God has already accomplished and use that for the framework of this statement. We reviewed the revival crusades under Reverend Ship in the 40s, the renaming of Glad Glad Tidings Tabernacle to Central Assembly of God under Pastor Van Riper in the 60s due to our central location between Washington and Cannonsburg being a regional church even back in the 60s. 
1968, Pastor Volt, who served as the senior pastor for 36 and a half years, including Miracle Sunday, where attendance went from a record high of 125 to 518 in one church service and has maintained the strength ever since. All the way to Pastor Stephen, who emphasized the importance of international missions and getting outside the walls of the church. As we look back at these 66 years of being in Assemblies of God Church, we saw themes such as family, being ascending church, having 100, over 100 individuals that have one time called Central their home or in full-time ministry. We're not near a Bible belt. We're not near a, a, a Bible college. And God sends people uh, from this church. And we have Amber even sitting right over here about to go into missions in just a few months once again. We know that we are a multi-generational church a spirit-filled and spirit-led church, a welcoming church, a church that's focused on worship and biblical teaching, and a regional church that the Lord has placed upon us. So we didn't just look backward. We identified what God's doing in this past two and a half years, what God's doing now, and where we feel like he wants to take us in the future. And even if you look at the Great Commission, it'll be up on the screen here. Jesus sent uh, his disciples out to do this. And I'll read the white words there. It says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. Now, if you look at portions of our mission statement threaded through that one verse there, therefore go, that means everywhere we go. It's not just in church and it's not just when you put your witnessing hat on, but it's everywhere we go. We're supposed to make disciples. How did Jesus make disciples? He made it as a unified family. He called people to spend their life with him for three and a half years, and he transformed their life to all nations. Well, what did Jesus do? He empowered his followers to operate supernaturally to advance the kingdom, baptizing them. That's a sign of transformation when you're baptized in water. Down below, teaching them. Well, how did he teach them? He taught them in a family environment, being close, and he empowered them to obey. What happens when you obey God? You're transformed. And it says, uh, everything that I've commanded you, which he taught them how to do family, he transformed their life, he empowered them, and he sent them out to advance the kingdom. Over the next eight weeks, we're actually gonna break down many, many verses that are going to be pulled from this mission statement and from these four values that I'm gonna take just a few minutes to share at this time. In fact, our illustration team can come up at this time uh, behind me on the stage. As I mentioned, we don't just have a mission statement, but we have four values that we've identified from within our mission. Instead of choosing a completely different set of values, like you'll often see in an organization or a ministry, we saw four specific words that were already in this mission that were important to us. Values simply answer what is important. What culture are we trying to create at, Century, at Central? And none of these should be a surprise to you because we've been preaching on them and talking about them for the last two and a half years and God has shown us this for the last 66 years. The first one is family and we're gonna show this by the locking of arms with our team. We believe every person in our church family is significant. Say, I am significant. There are no haves and have nots. We wanna be one unified family. And I wanna be an example to the rest of society how a healthy family of believers can operate together, can solve problems, can even disagree on things and pursue dreams 
together. Listen, there are so many people that come from broken families in their house, abusive families in the natural, and we wanna show them what a true family of God can do. In John 17, Jesus is praying and he says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be what? One. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, he goes on in verse 22, that they may be one as we are one. So we're gonna link together. We're gonna learn how to do family uh, better and better as we move on. We might look different. We might come from different backgrounds. We might be different ages, different ethnicities, but God has called us to be a unified family. You know, you think about it when we lock arms together, uh, Carol and Matt, they could come together and join together and face each other to provide care uh, and support for each other. They could also wrap around the other way and face outward to allow other people to come into the family and to protect one another from an attack of the enemy. And I believe that God wants us to do that as a family as well. My wife often says, her motto, family sticks together through the good and through the bad. And we're excited to stick together with you for decades to come. The second one, you guys can make your way to the baskets, is transform. It's the second value, transform. Listen, we have a strong conviction that revival is coming to our area. We believe that many are gonna be born again spiritually. And because of that, we are going to have a lot of birthday parties to celebrate. Amen? Listen, there'll be people that come in that nobody's ever said happy birthday on their natural birthday, but we're going to have people come in here, get born again, get set free, get transformed, and we're going to be able to celebrate with them. Now, this is the catch. We have to be ready. For us to celebrate with them, we have to be transformed first ourselves. And as we're transformed from the inside out, we will be ready to help with the transformation of other people. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, therefore, if anyone, anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, and the new is here. Listen, we wanna be able to, de to declare that over thousands of people in the upcoming decades. And we're gonna do that through one-on-one -on -one discipleship, through training people through an intentional path of growing in the Lord across all the ages. I want you to know from the children's ministry, youth, young adults, adult ministry, and senior adults, as we develop our strategy here, we will have a common theme throughout the entire church family of how, what we're offering so people can be transformed by Jesus. So what we're doing here, Pastor Chris is gonna do in the same theme just on that level across all generations. So we actually believe that God wants us to, tra to be transformed in our whole person, body, mind, and spirit into the image of God. And we're committed to doing that in the future. The third, uh, third value, and you guys can make your way, you can take your hats off and you can make your way to your boxes for this one. The third value is empower. I want you to know this. Jesus did not invite the disciples to come close to him, to listen to him preach and watch him perform miracles never to be replicated again. Do you know that? Jesus called people to his side to empower them to be superheroes for God. And that's what we wanna do at Central. So you guys can come up a little bit closer. You can take your pose, whatever you wanna do. Tave, you can come on this side here. In Matthew 10, Jesus calls his 12 disciples together and he gave them authority to drive out evil spirits. You got it? 
I'll help. See, we're here to equip you and empower you, so we are set. All right, that's good. So watch this. He gives us authority to drive out evil spirits and heal every disease and sickness. And he says, as you go, which means everywhere you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. And what does he say? Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosies, drive out demons. Freely you've received through being transformed. Now freely give through the empowerment. I use the phrase naturally supernatural because when some people hear heal the sick, raise the dead, you start getting freaked out and you're like, I'm not into all this stuff. Listen, we wanna be a naturally supernatural church where God flows through you so naturally in your everyday life that you stop separating the natural from the supernatural. So one day you feel like praying for somebody, you don't feel like you're led to pray for somebody uh, that's sick and you might see a miracle at the working of your prayers. And another day, you might not feel so supernatural, but the Lord says, buy the guy's groceries behind you and tell him that there's a God who loves him. And you're like, I don't feel like this is a miracle. And you buy the guy groceries and he says, why in the world would you do this? I just felt, listen, I followed Jesus and I just felt like God said he wants to remind you that he created you and he loves you. And you watch the tears start running down his face. That is supernatural. It's naturally supernatural. And we just want to come alongside of the people who call Central their home to equip them to walk a supernatural life. Naturally supernatural. So we want to continue to train on identity, how to flow in the spirit, how to use our spiritual gifts in the most practical sense, walking through you, through, through it with you with practical application. I believe one day we will have a school of ministry out of Central that trains people for vocational ministry as we plant churches. I believe that we're going, to do, we're going to partner with other churches, with regional churches, and train people up to go into the mission field, into ministry, worship, whatever it is. We also believe that we're going to have prayer teams that are sent out. Lord showed me the other week, we're, we're praying over 30 names. Every week we pray over names. And, and, and the, the thought came to me, instead of sitting in there, why don't we raise up prayer teams, go to the people's houses that are sick and start to see God move. And I believe one day that will happen. This is my conviction on this value. And I want it to be your conviction too. Everyone can do this. You don't have to have your Bible reading and your prayer life all lined up in the perfect momentum to operate supernaturally. Everyone can do this because you have the same spirit in you that raised Jesus from the dead. The last value that I'm gonna share is advance. You guys can go ahead and pick up your arrows, but stay up here at this time. What happens in this room is only a small percentage of church. Do you know that? Church should not be 90 minutes or today, 120 minutes of your week. Church should be wherever you go. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is within you. So wherever you go, the kingdom of God is advancing. I actually believe that God is empowering each person who calls Jesus their savior to advance that kingdom. Jesus says it clearly in Matthew 5, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill can't be hidden. So in verse 16, he says, in the same way, let your light shine. Why? So that they may see your good deeds and not say, hey, great job, great job, great job. No. So they may see your good deeds and what? Give glory to your Father in heaven. And that's what we want to do as we advance. So as our team goes down the aisles, just representing, going into different spheres of society, we have the home, we have the church, we have school, we have community, business, medical, arts and entertainment, education, media. Every single person here is equipped. 
Every single one of you is equipped by the Holy Spirit to go into different regions of society and make a tangible difference. Again, I believe that we're going to plant churches out of Central Assembly of God. I believe we'll have that missions training base. But I also, the Lord spoke prophetically over my life close to 10 years ago about having a kingdom enterprise. And I have no clue how this looks, but I do believe we will be a training center for entrepreneurship, for launching businesses, for trying to do church in different ways that we've never thought of before. And I, I feel like we just need to take God out of the box and say, how do you want your kingdom advanced through this local church that we can do our part? If you check out pages 27, well, let's give our team a round of applause. You guys can go ahead and sit down. Great job. If you earmark page 27 through 29 in your yearbook, you will see uh, the mission statement, you'll see the values, and you'll see tons of scripture references. What we're going to do over the next eight weeks is go through each value for two weeks. So the, for on Easter Sunday, it's gonna hit right on transformation. So we're gonna talk about Jesus, transform your lives. If you know somebody who does not know Jesus, invite them. So we'll be talking church culture, but biblically speaking, it's all about how Jesus transforms your life. So we'll start with two weeks each uh, on each of those values, and then we'll see where the Lord wants to take us uh, as May progresses through as well. Thank you for coming. Thank you for participating. I want you to stand at this time. I'm gonna ask for the Lord to bless you as you go out. And again, the refreshments are out there. You can hang out as long as you want and enjoy each other's presence. Father, we thank you once again for today. I thank you for each person that's here today. We thank you for those who make Central a great, great church family that we love to call our home church, Father. We just ask for your blessing and your favor to rest upon us as we go from here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a great week. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to check us out on the web at centralconnect.org.